All right, we are live here with episode number 39 of Memory Tracks. And it's going to be a really cool one because, uh, like some previous episodes, anytime that I'm able to bring a guest on and they hopefully have a really good time, uh, and then they share that with whoever they, they share it with, and it leads to future guests that want to come on as a result of that. It's always a lot of fun. We've come full circle. And so this time, I'm trying to think what episode Josh was on. In the, tw- in the teens or 20s? He was in the teens. He's yeah. one of the early ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I have Josh's wife, Sarah. Sarah, you can say hello. Hello. Thank it's you so for having cool. me, Harrison. Oh, it's so cool to have you here. Um, you know, I, I met, I guess I met you and Josh probably at the exact same time through Hayden. Yeah. And Aaron. Um, 10 years ago. 10 years ago. God, we're old. I know. I know. <laughs> Maybe at like a, at the ranch. I or a grill was, night? I think it was probably a grill night at first. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you guys were awesome. And uh, over the years, you know, we've uh, passive crossed and we've spent time. And I had, was trying to think like, because we've been trying to book this for probably since like March or something of this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. But and you I, were in session. I had session and then I had the special session. Right. And then life got in the way. Right. With a two-year-old. Right. So. Yes. Two and a half now. Two and a half now. Yeah. But I guess six months ago, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Semantics. Um, but it's it's awesome uh, to have you on, especially here before the end of the year, because I'm trying to get to 40. Yeah. Before the end. So we're so close. I, I think I've got, I've got a couple people. It's just a matter of scheduling at this point to finish it out. But really happy to get you on. And um, I don't know if like, so I started this October 20... 16. So I don't know if podcasts have seasons, but I kind of think like that was season one yeah. and season two is 2017. Yeah. And then, so you get to be like a season closer. You're All the, right. The penultimate yeah. finale. <laughs> yeah. The second to last episode is always the best. It, it is. It really is. Um, so it's going to be fun, but it's also really cool because I always love um, the hearing the different dynamics and stories and relationships that people have with music and with people in their life. And so the, have Josh's episode and kind of get to know Josh and through his stories and through his music tastes and, um, you know, his, uh, lifelong memberships on Aphex twin message boards. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then to have, um, to have you on and to see like how different y'all's tastes are in the way that you, um, think about these things, I think is really fascinating and, um, super cool, uh, to get to know, know more about, about you. The the way that we both, music was in our lives is completely different. It's the, it's completely opposite. Yeah. It it was, it's kind of, um, like mine was a a really fast moving train going really fast, you know, in in my teenage years. And then it slowed down and his picked up right where mine left off or right Right. where, and we met in the middle, you know, right when we met and we were like at the same exact point. And then it was just kind of meant to be that intersection. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, and it, it is neat too, because, uh, you know, we'll get into this, I'm sure. But it, it, since I've known you, you've always talked about your your Warped Tour days. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. And uh, and yeah, the songs that you picked are definitely gonna. We're gonna take a, a trip down those memory lanes for mm-hmm. sure. I'm guessing. Um, and I think that it's cool. I remember when you were, when we were messaging, and you were like trying to pick your songs. I think uh, you were you're a little bit nervous about like, well, I just want to pick the right songs and it's going to be a bunch of emo stuff. And I was like, well, good. Like, this is what you want. This is, this is your episode, not mine, not Josh's. So, yeah. um, I, I think, I think the reason I, I feel a little embarrassed, I guess. Well, I did. 
And then, you know, you brought me around and I just kind of thought, but, and then I'm just cool with it. I'm, I, it's me. It's yeah. who I am. These were my songs, yeah. but my life is so compartmentalized. Right. And so I don't necessarily listen to these music, this music anymore. Yeah. And it, they are, some of them aren't my favorite songs. Some of them are, I don't yeah. know. It's just very weird. Yeah. They don't, like, they don't represent 2017 me. Right. But right. they are me. Yeah. They are, they represent a part of who you are today, Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's fun. I think it's fun to do that kind of soul searching and, mm-hmm. and go back and uncover that. So I think you've got some, some fun picks and, and I'm really excited about it. Um, and hopefully, uh, Josh enjoys, <laughs> enjoys our conversation <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> and then we'll just have to see who else. I mean, I actually would love, I haven't seen Hayden in forever. Oh I'd yeah. Love Hayden on and Aaron, Jessica, like, I mean, uh, I would James love would to hear Jessica's great. too. Molly, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I haven't, to be honest, like I, I'm really sad. I haven't seen a lot of that friend group in a long time. And well, you have just, a house? Do you have a grill? I do. Yeah. Maybe I should host a grill night and bring them over. Yeah. That would be so fun. Old school grill night. Yeah. Oh man. Cause Jessica and Aaron are in Houston now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. They're back in the States. Yeah. Do you know how long for? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, we got to figure that out. Okay. This is good. This will happen. I'm, okay. It's now on record. It's, so it is, I, I've got to do it. The pressure's on. <laughs> You just got to create your own deadlines. Yeah. Right? Um, well, cool. Well, I'm I'm excited to jump into the first song. Um, and for any Austinites listening, I'm sure they'll have similar memories and stories around this. Uh, I can't wait um, to hear what you have to say. But uh, it's um, a song called "Yellow Lights" by the band Cruiserweight. Here we go.
those yellow lights by Cruiserweight. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, like as soon as the first guitar hit, you did the little chills motion. Mm-hmm. I could tell you're affected by that one. Yeah. That's a good song. So Cruiserweight is an Austin band. Cruiserweight is an Austin band uh, fronted by Stella Maxwell, and okay. they're no longer together. And it was a brother, sister, and there were two brothers, and then a the bassist wasn't a brother. It was, uh, they were in another band called, I think something like Red Boxer or something like that. Okay. So the way that we used to find, we found out about this um, band Cruiserweight, they would, I'm from Spring, Texas, yeah. and there was a place called Java Jazz. Oh, I know Java Jazz. Yeah. Unlimited smoothies. Yes. <laughs> An old town spring yeah. next to the doll hospital. Uh-huh. And my best friend in high school, Misha, and mm-hmm. I would go to Java Jazz every Thursday and Friday, maybe even Saturday night. Because it was an all-ages venue. It was, a, it was an all-ages. Always had bands playing. Always had bands playing. And uh, that they would just, they would play there a lot. They would make their way down. And it was a big, and whenever they showed up, Misha and I were there. And these songs, like, these were everything to us. Because, you know, back when we when we would see these, we would never see female-fronted yeah. vocals. Like, yeah. and, and she was so, she's a pint-sized little thing, but she is so powerful. So much energy on stage. Energy. Um, she didn't even need a microphone, really, you know? And they, her brothers and her the bassist would just fall in line and just, just support her. And that was so cool for yeah. Misha and I to see. Yeah. I didn't even really think about it at the time, being like, oh, it's like, oh, you know, strong females. And, right. But when I think back on it, like that, like go back and think in your, in your mind, like in 2000 and 2001, like what, what was it? Cause yeah, I, I, mean, I, I was a huge fan of no doubt. That was actually my first concert in 1997. Oh, cool. That's so th- yeah, <laughs> that was that, uh, it was no doubt the vandals and cake. Yep. 10 years old. That's a hell of a show. Yeah. 10. Wow. I know. Good on your parents for yeah. letting that happen. My parents are very cool, <laughs> but I'm also one of those respectful children that like, yeah. I let them know everything. Gotcha. But I mean, so there's Gwen Stefani and then I guess that kind of morphed into Stella Maxwell. Yeah. I think, and, and, um, my friend Misha even named her cat Stella. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Which it's just a great name. Yeah. Uh, but we would go to Java jazz. All the time. Yeah. I even saw, we, I mean, big bands would go through there. Yeah. I feel like I saw a handful of shows there. Like spring is pretty far from Clear Lake. Mm-hmm. So and I never made it out a lot, but I think I had some friends bands that would go and play there. Like yeah. a lot of ska bands. And, yeah. A lot yeah. of ska and that terrible floor. Oh God. With, and it would like, you, you didn't really feel stable on it at all. And the yeah. wood would bow. And we probably at the same ones. Cause I'm <laughs> telling you, there was nothing else to do yeah. there. Yeah. And I, we saw a brand new in 2002? Oh, wow. Yeah. Go through Old Town Spring. In Java Jazz. In Java Jazz. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what they thought when they pulled up. Oh, well. Like, we're playing at the Doll Hospital? God. And it's such, like, a weird little area, too. Because it it's, like, that Old Town Spring, very, like, quaint, mm-hmm. antique store vibe. Yeah. And, but, yeah, I remember you go in, and there's the, there was the little counter up front. And for, like, 10 bucks, you get a little wristband mm-hmm. that gave you bottomless smoothies all yeah. night. Yeah. I thought that was the coolest and, thing. You know, I would cut off that wristband and save it in a scrapbook. <laughs> how wait, how long were you saving uh, tickets for I, that kind of stuff? I don't want to talk about it. No? You still have them? <laughs> oh, I'm sure I do. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were all different colors. It'd be like, it'd be pink and yellow and green and orange. And then wow. we'd take pictures and go get them developed. 
yeah. of the band and then we put them down sometimes like, but it was usually, it wasn't like big bands. It would be like the local bands yeah. that, you know, but that was that, well, that's the extent of my journaling yeah. of that. And yeah, so we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. We and, wish that we had done that more. Yeah. Uh, Josh was pretty good about it. Probably around like 2006, 2007. Mm-hmm. And he started, would write down every, he had like a word doc open mm. of just like everything, you know, like October 24th, show. 2006. This yeah. is who we saw and where. And that was, that was pretty good. And he was pretty good about it for a while and then just dropped off. But yeah. I wish I did. You know, I started seeing shows so early yeah. and so often that I wish that it just had some kind of, some sort of a record. Yeah. yeah. You see in the moment, you're always like, I'll never forget this show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> then you're like, Oh man, what was that show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I've thought about that too. Uh, and like just keeping like a Google spreadsheet or something yeah. that you could like easily scam through and, and that kind of thing. But it's a little it just, too late. It started now. too late. Yeah. yeah. I did save concert like ticket stubs for a while and I like would, f- I f- would make like a little collage and frame yeah. them. And yeah. I had that for a while. I actually big, just found one of my old ones recently. Big concerts I would do that for. Yeah. But then now you don't even get tickets. Like I know. it's all just like the little Paper. QR code. Yeah. And that doesn't look cool. I know. <laughs> it's really a lost art. Yeah. I do have the I do have like old wristbands from like um ACL ACLs, yeah. FYF and yeah. all those FYF. Uh is that the one in LA? Yeah. You went to FYF? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. What year? Two thousand fourteen. Nice. Who yeah. played? Um, we went to go see Slow Dive and Slint. Oh, that's yeah, good. and that was kind of our 2014 was our trip. was our hooray yeah. year, like the year before. We're like, hey, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna settle down, have a kid, uh-huh. and yeah. then so let's go all out. Yeah, let's go to the yeah. Fest. <laughs> and see, that was I, you know th- that 2014. That's funny you mentioned it. I was gonna put one of I was gonna put an XX song on our list. Oh yeah, because yeah. we went out to Marfa to go see them at the XX. That's uh, right. I the, the Chinati. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, oh, it'd be really cool and put an XX song on here and like tell all about how I went out there. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. No. Yeah. It didn't end up is, that way. This is the one. This you is, gotta this narrow is it down. The, you yeah, gotta pick the three. True, the yeah. true me. And you just got to sneak it in anyway. So there you go. Yep. I am cool, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do always think of, like, anytime I hear the XX, I always think of you and Josh. Thank you. I know how much you love them. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a good band. I know. Um, uh, but yeah, these. Cruiserweight, okay, so when we came, when I came to Austin, it was 2004, Mm -hmm. and I started, I was a freshman at St. Edwards, and I was kind of, I was not second-guessing myself about being here in Austin. I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do, it's great, and um, what really sealed the deal for me is that when I went to St. Edwards, they had a welcome party for the freshmen, Mm -hmm. and the Cruiserweight played. And I was like, this is, this is the to be. It's a sign. Yeah. I'm in the right place. Yeah. I like stepped out of my dorm room and there's cruiserweight. It's like playing right there. And I was like, this is, this is, yeah. I found my people. Mm-hmm. I made, I made the right That's choice. Awesome. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And then I saw her, there was an old store on Guadalupe called Pangea. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And I saw her working there and I was like, she's a real person. <laughs> she's real. And then I just, I was looking up preschools for Harrison. Yeah. And, oh, my Harrison, not you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For the listeners, um, Sarah's two and a half year old is also named Harrison. Yeah. Which I'd say is a pretty good name. I, so I like it. Kid. I like it. Yeah. Um, I was looking up 
preschools for him as he gets a little bit older. And I was looking up this one. Can I name it? Is it okay? Yeah. Okay. It's called, I think it's called the spilled milk club. Okay. And it's, it's like geared towards like kids, like being outdoors a lot and doing like a lot of projects outside. And then, so I was looking into the credentials and it's owned and run by Stella Maxwell. Are you serious? Yeah. So she's gone on and she's now like a businesswoman. That's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, maybe when you get older, Harrison, you're going to go to Spill Milk Club <laughs> and hang out with Stella Maxwell. That's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. They, uh, I remember it was like 2010, they had their like last show at Emo's before Emo shut down. Yes, I think, I think they I were one there. of the last bands to play there, which yeah. probably makes sense because I'm sure they played there 500 times. Yeah. But Oh, yeah. I dragged Josh to those. Oh, <laughs> Every time. Bless his heart. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. Does he like does he like the music or does he like that you like the music and supports that? I'm gonna go with the latter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I don't think he dislikes it. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's totally his thing. He's not a dancey guy. Yeah. You know, he's not a mover. Right. He's not a singer alonger. Right. This is definitely the belt out the oh chorus. Oh gosh, of, the kind yeah. where you like like raise your hand in the air, yeah. <laughs> spread your fingers out, and reach for the stars. Oh man, that's so good. It has all the elements. That's I for know. Sure. I mean, even like if if you just think about it, you like you start doing that ridiculous thing where you start like pounding your yeah, chest. Yeah, you did that immediately. I know. <laughs> I know it. It just takes me back. Uh, this is like 16, 17 years old. Yeah. Like, let's see. I can do the math. I was fourteen years old. Yeah, like that's like a big a time in a, in a young like a teenager's life. It is, and it, like you said, it, it's really cool that you know to be a front woman, yeah, as to front man in that genre in um, playing all across Texas. And yeah, more. they would open for like Newfound Glory and yeah, all the big the big bands at the time. And yeah, yeah, but that that's was really another cool. Warped Tour thing too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I Good was stuff. yeah. I, I mean, and even some of your former. Your former um, mm-hmm. guests on here. Oh yeah, there's. I'd hang, it, well, it pops up. Yeah, I'd hang. I'd hang out with them at Java Jazz too. I'm sure. You, know, you probably had you some have, overlapping you have like shows. Two or three. Yeah. Of my high school alumni's on it. Isn't that weird? Oh wow, that's right. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. That's so cool. Small world. I know. Small world. We must have had a good fine arts program or I think something. So. <laughs> well, should we go to the next one? Um. Or do you have do you have more, more cruiserweight stories? I probably do. I just, it's one of those brain drain things. Yeah. Well, what's the, what's the one that you want to hit on? I just, I don't, I don't really know. I just, I. You're just really taken aback by that song when you hear it again. I am. Yeah. I, I had to, I had to actually choose some of them and I had Josh kind of, he had the phone and he would go th- and I was standing in the kitchen and the lights are all off except for the Christmas tree. Yeah. And so that's a beautiful glow. Yeah. And we have one of those Google Home things that's ridiculous. Oh, cool. yeah. yeah. And so he was streaming one through there. He's like, okay, do you want Cautionary Tale? And I'm like, okay, play it. And I was like waiting. And he's like, how does it make you feel? And I was like, mm, this might not be the one. And then he hits on yellow lights. I was like, this is it. So this you were like the- really scientific in this. I, I was like really emotionally, I'm, I'm an emotional person. Yeah. yeah. And I'm a feelings person. Right. I'm, if I'm drawn to it, I'm drawn to it. And I know when and I know. you just know it, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know why I know it. it. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. I know it. It's just a feeling. It's the goosebumps. It is the goosebumps. It's the colors. It's the the, the different... Yeah. Wait, are you... What's the word? Are you one of those people that sees color... Uh, synesthesia. Yeah. You have that? Yes. 
Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> Don't be. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I mean, you. I, I'm jealous of the way you see. You're jealous of the way I see. Like, that's so cool, though. I mean, like, I was obsessed with that when I was a kid because really? Jimi Hendrix was one, oh. and I was like a huge Hendrix fan from like age twelve to forever. There was someone but, in the Pink Floyd that had it too. Uh, Sid Barrett, I think. But yeah. my dad said it was always drug induced. Yeah, probably. And then he would look at me funny. Yeah. I'm like, no, dad. <laughs> this is when I, when I was it's it start it's all I've ever known and my brother is too. Really? Yeah. Is it genetic? Or? I have no idea. Yeah. It's just the the misfiring of the synapses in the brain. Huh. And so all of my letters have colors, all my numbers have colors, certain sounds have colors. Yeah. And certain tastes have colors. It's not all the time, it's not all the things, it's not everything. Yeah. Really when weird. did you figure out that that's what you had? In high school. How? Like, is you're reading about it or? I think I, I either read about it or I think I might have told enough people that they were like, yo, that's not normal or anything like that. You know, it's, I've heard it can actually be kind of like scary at certain times. Um, it, musically, it is scary. And that's, that's where Josh and I come in. Like when we mm. go to shows, sometimes I'm like, I have to step out. Yeah, I'm like, much. yeah, this is lime green or this is like acid green and I can't handle it. Interesting. Or this is like too, this is too bright. And he's like, it's a really dark show. Yeah. It, it happens with a lot of, um, electronic music. Huh. Uh, when we went to go see, um, oh gosh, I wish I could remember. Uh, it was at day for night festival. Apex twin. It was after Apex I, twin. Uh, he's going to kill me. Cause it was actually oh. a really good show. Um, mode selector. It might've been. Well, we, we've seen Mode Selector, I think, before. Okay. I'll, I'll have to... I'm going to... Gonna, <laughs> Text him. <laughs> no, yeah, he's going to... Um, You'll have time to correct yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I couldn't... I had to... You had to step out. I just, had to... Yeah, we were... We were like, and that was also when it was like 35 degrees outside mm-hmm. and raining, right? So that, that was, wasn't helpful. <laughs> that, was an in, that was an insane... I can't even believe that we I'm did going, that. I'm going to go this next weekend to Day for Night. I've heard it's so good from Josh. And we had, it was, it was, an, it was an amazing experience. I can't believe that we did that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, who watched Harrison that weekend? My parents. Okay. Cause awesome. it was in Houston. Oh, yeah, in Houston. That's right. yeah. Square pusher. Square pusher. Yeah. That's some intense music. Square pusher. Yeah. I got down on my hands and like, I got like, he was, Josh was standing behind me. We were in the middle of the crowd and we were in the center and I got down on my hands and knees and I like went to a, like, I was just oh my like, gosh. This is it. Like, I'm going. Like, wow. Um, Were yeah. you inebriated? No. 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 It's, it really way is too expensive. Yeah. And and it was too cold to drink anything. <laughs> yeah, to drink anything true. good. <laughs> and they ran out of all like hot toddies like really oh, early. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. I'm fascinated by it. I I wish I could like live a day in in that world. I will better understand it. When I get a chance, I'll show you my alphabet. Okay. That sounds cool. And I've gotten into a conversation with someone who has synesthesia and we got into like, A is not that color. You are wrong. Mm. You no, no, no. Like, like, cause it's totally different for everybody. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah. So when I was picking this cruiserweight song, I was like, that's why I was like in the room, yeah. in the dark room yeah. downstairs on a Friday night. Right. Cause I'm cool like that. Cause I have nothing else to do. <laughs> And that's how I picked it out. I was like, how do I feel? Like, what kind of colors? What, what rushes over me? That was that. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. And it wasn't yellow, by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's fun. I have to go back and listen to some cruiserweight stuff. 
see what colors I see. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then make yourself into like a 14-year-old girl. Yeah, that would help, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Well, should we go to the next one? Yeah, Reggie and the Full Effect. Reggie and the Full Effect. And this one is called uh, Thanks for Staying with an X, not a chaos. But here we go. Reggie and the Full Effect? Yeah. A good one. Thanks for staying. All right. I know this band name. Mm-hmm. I'm just like seeing them on lineups over and over, but mm-hmm. it's the first time I've ever heard anything from them. And it's like a side project from the Get Up Kids. Is that right? Yes. It's the, I think it's the keyboardist. Okay. This is his side band. Okay. Yeah. So this is actually from 2001. I know. It's from 2000. From an okay. album called The Promotional Copy. And... Uh, 
so it, this this doesn't really my list doesn't really run chronologically. Yeah. But I I actually found this song from the Vagrant Records compilation. Okay. And that's actually how I found a lot of my music is through compilations, through record label compilations. Yeah. You know, before all, you know, before Spotify, you can go on like radio and all that. Yeah. It's like the free like promotional ones you get or you go buy it at the store or what? I think I would buy it. Yeah. And it, so there was the vagrant records and the other big ones that I would all listen to, always listen to would be, uh, the deep, deep Elm emo diaries. Okay. And there, I think there were about 10 or 15, like somewhere in between there that those volumes. Yeah. And I, so I was introduced to the world of compilations and I remember exactly where I was sitting. It was, I was on a bus and on a choir trip in Dallas and there was, so normally what would happen is I was a freshman in high school and I was sitting on the bus and the girl I was sitting next to was actually a senior and she didn't get to go on the New York trip which all the seniors get to go on. So she was the lowly senior sitting on the bus with a bunch (laughs) of freshmen and sophomores going to Dallas and we're going to go to Six Flags and sing our little song and all that stuff. And she had... Wait, you had to sing a song? Oh, yeah. yeah, It was a choir trip. Oh, it was choir, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That would be weird, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we had to do UIL competition or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And she had the first Emo Diaries and she... And the very first song was a song by Jimmy Eat World. And so I, you know, I was a big Jimmy Eat World fan from then on out. Yeah. And that was in, it was, I think in early, early 2000. And she told me, uh, this is Deep Elm. This is their, this is their uh, record compilation. I'm like, compilation, compilation. What is that? What does that mean? Yeah. Well, every part, every record store has a section that would just have compilations especially like in the Houston area. Yeah. And it would, so you could go down and pick out. And so that's how, and some of them would even have like a hundred songs on them. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I can't actually remember all of them, all of the, the record labels I would listen to, but the vagrant one and the, the deep Elm deep one Elm, stick yeah. out to me the most. And you know, on deep Elm would be like Appleseed cast and the vagrant one. It was, um, the anniversaries, which are also really good that, uh, I started listening when I went back and I was trying to find this Reggie and the full effect one. I came across the anniversary song. That was good too. too. Yeah. And then, you know, um, the new Amsterdam's were on there. They were always very, really good. And, uh, Jimmy world popped up a lot. This is before their bleed American where they Mm. had to change the name. Right. And after nine 11. Yeah. And, uh, so that's how, and I just would just listen to compilations and this one stuck out to me and I will always remember it's number 10 number 10 on the vagrant records compilation yeah Yeah. i would never really funny how like yeah Yeah. i've never named like i know opening tracks and closing tracks yeah but outside of that i don't know the numbers yeah i'm like oh skip number four yeah (laughs) or like five six and seven Mm, eight not so much yeah that's so funny yeah (laughs) but i i this song is it's kind of about an unhealthy relationship but being 15 and not really versed in what relationships should be, mm-hmm. I didn't really know what to think. Mm-hmm. But now as I've been in a wonderful and healthy relationship, when I listen to this song, I think, what was I thinking? Like, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it's trying so, to relate to it. And you're yeah. Like, oh, this is not good. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I, I hope that that didn't shape anything. I'm sure it didn't, but yeah. you know, and like sometimes in early relationships when you're kind of younger, 
everything is a huge deal. Right. And everything makes your stomach hurt. You know, every little fight. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All that silly stuff. Very trivial things. Yeah. That can really derail. Yeah. Where you turn thing. off all the lights in your room and you just put on the cure and just yeah. <laughs> whine. <laughs> I or, still listen to the cure sometimes with the lights off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, Harrison, I know. Do you want to talk about it? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Not particularly. Disintegration's a great album. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's one of those songs where you kind of like you can see the person that's singing in your brain. Yeah. You can see their story and yeah. you can see how and you can feel how sick they're feeling hmm. by being in this like love sick relationship. Yeah. But I just, um, and even, even the sound of it, it was kind of new for 2000, Mm -hmm. 2001, you know, you didn't really, you didn't really hear a lot of the, the keyboard effects that early on, you know, and like, that kind of gets later wave emo of 2003, 2004. Yeah. Yeah. But since he was a keyboardist and he started it, then that makes sense. He was like, I'm number one, my keyboard. (laughs) This is going to be the focal point. Yes. Yeah. And, cool. and the Get Up Kids were also pretty good about, you know, they were kind of on that wave of having a keyboardist and, yeah. and integrating that into their music and making yeah. it a little bit more interesting. And um, I was into the, I was into the Get Up Kids too, and all of that stuff. Like, man, I can't even think about all the things that I would be into. Yeah, the Get Up Kids and brand new, and mm-hmm. uh, I can't even see. I, my brain is just, it's the brain drain. Isn't, uh, I don't know if it was this year or if it's next year. I think it, maybe it's next year. It's going to be the last warp tour. They said they're going to, they're not going to do it anymore. Yeah. So they're doing like one last. The one ride. last hurrah. Yeah. You should go. I don't think I can, I would be like the old curmudgeon. Yeah. Maybe. Like, I don't know. Seeing your reactions to these songs just I now, know. I can only imagine like in stage, you'd be like, Pushing through the crowd Absolutely. to yell at the front. I know. <laughs> Catching I, guitar picks. <laughs> yeah. I started going to Warp Tour, I think, in 2000. Yeah. And it used to be out at the Woodlands. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of neat. And um, that was where... Did they do it at the Pavilion or in the parking lot? When they would do the Woodlands. It, it wasn't in the Pavilion. It was like a... Par- it, they, it was, it was, it surely it was a parking lot. Yeah. That's usually what they do. Yeah. yeah. It was like kind of a parking lot, but it was also some in a grassy area too. Okay. So it wasn't just cement yeah. all the yeah. time. Yeah. And it was, there were trees around and stuff like that. Right. And they would... Um, they had the multiple stages up. And then there was a time when they moved it over to be closer to downtown or maybe even like where the Astrodome was. I'm not hmm. even... I'm not sure exactly where that... I think that's where they do it now. Energy yeah. Park. Yeah. Uh, near Astro World. And yeah. Because it's that, a huge parking lot. Yeah. yeah. That was that was kind of weird. Yeah. And they would build they would build like the skates ramps like inside or. Yeah, I do remember. I went in two thousand five, and that, I think that's where it was. Mm-hmm. And I do remember the like skate ramps. There's like the one warehouse that they would open up for that and things. Yeah. Yeah. And and we would see like no effects, mm-hmm. no use for a name. The Descendants, I think, even played once. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. AFX, which was weird. My friend Misha was really into them. I was just like, this is, this is not jam. my alley. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I tried to get into no effects, but I just hated that fat Mike guy so oh, much. Oh, he's a dick. I know. Yeah. We even met him. He is he the one, he's the one that the story at Emo's where they got banned from Emo's because they played a show and like fat Mike came out on stage with like a platter of shot glasses 
and he like passed them out to everyone in the front row and like everyone was doing these shots and then they had like a projector and they projected a video of from like a minute before he came out he had like peed into the shot glasses <gasps> so he had made everybody like shoot his piss which is disgusting oh my gosh uh, and they like i'm pretty sure they stopped the show right then and like kicked the band out and they were like you're never allowed back here <laughs> well good for them yeah good for them no that's that's a boss move by emos for sure but, yeah. yeah no fuck that that's People are there to support your music. Why I know. Why would you do that? To yeah, they, yeah, if they're in, and they're in the front row at Emos. And yeah, they push their oh. way in and. Yeah, I wonder if like if there's like a super fan that went through that, and then if like forever, if they were like fuck this band, you meant so much to me, and now. I certainly hope so. I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Has some scruples. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, too bad. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> so. You know, and, and my my Christmas catalog, my Christmas list would come from the Absolute Punk catalog. Okay, yeah. I wanted a bunch of hoodies. Yeah, from like so many all the band hoodies. Yeah, band hoodies and and t shirts and patches and buttons and yep. things that my dad probably has stored up in the garage somewhere. <laughs> I'll be able to show my Harrison one day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's and, funny. And so that was, I had a pretty good introduction in music when I was a teenager. My parents trusted me. Yeah. They, the only thing they didn't like was having to pick me up late at night. That's fair. And my friend Misha's parents were a lot younger than my parents. And so they would do, they would do do the the night, the night shift. Yeah. (laughs) And we would go to like Walters on Washington. Yeah. Downtown and Fitzgerald's. Yeah. I went to a bunch of those Fitzgerald's. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, just being, trusted by my parents and being able to go out and um, experience a lot of things and wanting, I don't know. I just, that I just feel really lucky. Yeah. No, that's, that's really nice to have that trust with your folks to do that. And you're yeah. the oldest, right? I'm the oldest. Yeah. Which is even more shocking. Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> Usually I feel like I had all the rules and then they listened up after. <laughs> yeah. No, I got, I got a lot of, um, why didn't you prepare us for your brother? Who's four and a half years younger? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You were so I was, easy. I was in too good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like, I like, I like filled out all my college applications and I went to go get my own like meningitis vaccine. Yeah. And then my brother nice. has to fill out his and he's like, and my mom's like, why didn't you tell us that he needed a vaccine? You didn't, you didn't need one. I'm like, yeah, I just drove down to the clinic and <laughs> had my insurance card. So responsible. I know, right? <laughs> did you, uh, did you underage drink when you would go to the shows? Never. No. Yeah. So that's probably why your parents probably were very aware of like, Hey, she can be surrounded by this, but not partake. And yeah, and yeah. I think I think it was really funny. I was around a lot of marijuana. Yeah, a lot, and I never did it. Never smoked it in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I never. Yeah, and I think I was like just worried. Yeah, that I would smell like it or something, or right, just paranoid about it. Yeah, not worth the, the yeah the trouble. Yeah, I wouldn't say that I didn't drink well as like I. Yeah. didn't know how like right, what right. do you do what do you like it's just like too when much trouble yeah, yeah. yeah I, I didn't drink until like the end of first semester in college yeah it's the first time i drank it's, cause it's probably because of hayden honestly oh yeah thank you hayden <laughs> the first beer <laughs> yeah oh well uh, beer is his life yeah it's true yeah he's good at it but that's what i don't know like i don't know how that that fear was uh instilled in me i don't know if it was a fear or yeah. just like a respect of my parents yeah it's probably more that yeah um, 
And I mean, clearly it, they continued to let you go do cool shit that you wanted to do. So yeah. you wouldn't want to jeopardize that by yeah. breaking a rule. Yeah. yeah. My mom was always very cool. She still is. Like she, I, I wanted to, to dye my hair blue and red. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, well let me take you to my salon where you can bleach it first. Cause uh, it's cool. not going to look good if you don't yeah. do it. Yeah. The Kool-Aid doesn't really work. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and so she drive me to her salon and she paid the, the guy to bleach my oh, hair. That's so sweet. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that kind of thing. And like my dad's rule was your ears are yours. Everything else is mine. <laughs> no tattoos, no yeah. piercings, nothing no, like that. No piercings. Yeah. So my left. ears yeah. would be like as much as they could be. Yeah. Cause these are mine. Just overdone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> these are mine. That was, yeah. So it was like a nice balance, yeah. a, nice, a nice little thing. And, um, yeah, we'd go over to our friends' houses and just listen to all of this music. Some of my friends were really into like deep, deep tracks, punk. Yeah. Like hardcore stuff. Like, okay. Yeah. 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 And then I would just kind of like nod along and I'm like, guys, do you want to play some like, like <laughs> pop punk? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And they're like, get out. It's like, I need the emotional side. This yeah. is too, this is too aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> But there is some stuff that I would, you know, like just like Fugazi, like I would I'd oh, yeah. die I mean, for that. Okay. Like I almost put that song on here because that's, that's my one? like, that's my like, um, the waiting room. Oh, yeah. I would put my trap. That's my traffic song. Yeah. And like that's pull in, song. I pull into like the Capitol parking lot uh-huh. and I'm like, oh yeah. I, like roll down my window. Yeah. Like, and I like let all the Capitol guards hear it. And I'm like, this is, this is my jam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's cool. That's definitely probably the best way to prepare yourself mentally for going into the Texas, uh, Congress. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The Some Senate Fugazi. waits for no one. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Uh, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. I am so jaded. Oh, I'm sure. I have stories galore, but I'm I just am so bound sure. to my confidentiality that I, yeah, it's like ingrained in me. One of my favorite, uh, memories tangentially through y'all is, um, the Wendy Davis night. Oh my gosh. When we were all watching her standing on the live stream and you could see Josh in the background. Yeah. Well, you know, they're making a movie, right? Is Josh going to be in it? I, I'm like wondering, like, who's, who's going to play, play him? Because they have to have someone sitting right there. Yes. And I was like, maybe Keanu Reeves. He would oh be a my good gosh. Josh. I love this. I, oh yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah. And you know, he quit soon after that. Yeah. And no. just started a whole new career. Yeah. Which is really awesome. Yeah. Like, uh, it's been really cool to see him take that path and do it and do do well. Yeah. Yeah. But he's he's an empath like me, but he's just an internal empath. Yeah. Where he just it'll just goes down and like right. into a deep holes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I'm like a blah yeah. empath, and so <laughs> you bring out the best in both. Yeah. 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 So he that's that was just too much for him to take. Yeah. But that, that was, was yeah. I'm that so glad cool. you got to see him though. Yeah. No, it was fun. I mean, that's a huge night. I'm excited for that for the film. Yeah. It be cool. Keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we go to the uh, to the last track, if I can pronounce it right? Yeah. You want me to in- announce yeah, it? Why okay. You do that? Yeah. Okay. This is a Component, and it's a Telephone Tel Aviv remix by Apparat. Here we go.
side by side I'm stuck to my only pride chance to listen to the original so I'm, I'm mad at myself for not doing that but i really like the remix yeah that's cool yeah um i just love hearing that song yeah it's very pleasant it's like uh just kind of has like a 
not really, but a little bit of like a, that postal service vibe to it that mm-hmm. just makes you chill out. Yeah. And uh, funny you mentioned that. I really liked the postal service in 2004 when I came into to college. Mm-hmm. And I tried to convince Josh. We weren't dating at the time. And he was, he was an angry young man. <laughs> he had a lot of opinions. <laughs> he was just a little kind of like, like pig pen on, uh-huh. on Charlie Brown. <laughs> but it wasn't dirt. It was just emotion and <laughs> angst. And uh, I tried to convince him. I was like, you need to listen to Postal Service. He's like, that is some pop junk. <laughs> I'm not listening to that. And I remember playing, finally like cornered him somehow. I probably locked him in my 1996 Volkswagen Jetta. Forced him to listen to it. Forced him to listen to it. And he and then like I kind of see like this little He's like, well, this little side okay. thing of his mouth being like, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> or like he'd be on aim. Yeah. You know, and oh yeah. aim. Uh-huh. Yeah. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. And uh he would admit he's like, okay. It's a, I like it. What, I was like, what are you listening to? He's like, uh. Because <laughs> you could also see, I forget what program it was that UT had where um, it was like a sharing program. Oh, uh, DC++. DC++. Yeah. He was on that all the yeah, time. I and I'd, I'd, be over to my, I'd be over at my friend's house yeah. or, and I could see, like, you could like see what people are listening to and he would be like playing Postal Service. I'm like, I, I knew caught it. you. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Of course, I was like madly in love with him at that point, too. So I was yeah, like trying yeah, to convince him. like leeching onto every Yeah. Listen bit. to what I yeah. want to listen to. <laughs> but this mm. song uh, was an apology song from him. Huh. Yeah. We would, he was always making me playlists. And um, the first Apparat song that I ever heard was on a 2007 compilation or Play mix playlist that he made me for my like brick of an iPad or iPod, <laughs> and I took it to Germany, and I listened to it over and over and over again, and uh, because we were apart for the first time mm. after being together for about three, two and a half, three years at that point, yeah, and I was studying abroad, and I lived across the street from a bar in Germany mm-hmm. and it was in the summertime and I had to leave my, our windows open because there was no central air. Yeah. So to drown out the bar noises, I would fall asleep to this playlist every single night. Oh wow. And this isn't the apparat song that, it, that was on that playlist. Yeah. Um, but I always remember feeling so much love mm-hmm. and because Josh never does something on the fly. Yeah. He re- researches and he puts things together very methodically. Yeah. And so every song had something to do with us or was something he wanted to show me or was special to him that he wanted to introduce. Yeah. It was just a lot of thought behind it. A lot of thought and a lot of love. And so I remember just falling asleep every single night hearing these songs. And if I go back and I listen to it, I can feel like the scratch of the sheets from Mm. my little Ikea bed Mm -hmm. and, and just the sound, like the, the background of the bar noise and, and being on the train, listening to that all the time. And I didn't listen to anything else yeah. except for there was like 14 songs on that playlist for like three months. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, that was, that was so special. And then, so this song came out in 2010, I believe. And that was the year we got married and Getting married is a stressful occasion. Mm-hmm. It really shouldn't be. It should just be about the joy and the 
the celebration of coming together. Right. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that go into it. Yeah. And a lot of people yeah. that are involved in that. Mm-hmm. So we got into some tiff mm-hmm. about something. I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. I never remember our fights now. You know, it's just because we don't now because we probably got them all out of the way. Yeah. And they were so inconsequential. Like nothing, it didn't really matter. Right. And this song was on there as an apology. And, uh, but it was also filled with all of our other love songs that aren't really love songs, but are. Yeah. That, that are just like our it's songs. become that for you. Regardless yeah. of the original intent. Of the yeah. Song. Like, yeah. um. Night Swimming by R.E.M. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a huge R.E.M. fan. Did he, was that one of the songs he picked? I don't I, know. I think it was. I mean, I have to go back and see. He probably that. chose some. He, put, sure he wouldn't be that sappy. I don't know. I think he did. Josh Bradshaw. Oh, no, it's You Are Everything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably about me, too. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <Got> him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but actually, when we got together, and I knew he was such a big R.E.M. fan. Yeah. I was just like, I don't really like Arya. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was ready for him to break up with me. I was ready for him to just like give it, like give it all in. But there are some things that that yeah that I like. So like night swimming and then temptation by New Order. Uh-huh. That's like our song. Yeah, that's such a good song. Yeah, there's a song by Towns Van Zandt like Wake Me in the Morning uh-huh. that just like it, it's yeah it's so like these songs that are just kind of like ours. Right. But. I'll never forget the feeling of receiving a playlist from him or a CD or and eventually it was a mixtape because mm-hmm. he goes backwards in time. Guy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and knowing how important everything was. Yeah. Yeah. And you could just step back and remember what's really important. And, um, and he was, a. we we're, um, I, I don't know, like I'm getting kind of like choked up thinking about it. He's, you know, he was an army or he's an air force brat. Sorry. Oh my God. Not army <laughs> air force. He was an air force brat and his family is very close. Mm-hmm. And so they were all, um, they all had to rely on each other as they moved around the world. Right. England, yeah, Japan, new spin- people everywhere yeah. you can't invest in. Yeah. And so they were very close. And so when he, when he went to college, he, um, was having a hard time opening up to people mm-hmm. and, uh, we became fast friends. We met the second week of college, even though I was at San Edwards and he was at UT and we, I was really one of the first best friends that he'd had. Of course, he'd had really good friends, you know, growing up, but you right. can't be yeah. that I mean, close. It's yeah. Like course of a year yeah. before they move again. Mm-hmm. And yeah. sometimes, sometimes they would show up in the same place. Like he would meet uh, a friend in, in England and they, and their family would move to Texas later on too. So they would kind of reconnect yeah. and it was, that was really nice. It just wasn't constant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, that was, that was important that. We, and we became fast friends and then best friends. Oh. Yeah. And so that's how he would, that's how he would open up is these, these little songs and yeah. these little things. Yeah. And, and we, we, I actually went to his first show with him and he, really? yeah. Cause yeah. he had never, he's always on bases. So <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And that was, that was, what a, show was it? Oh my gosh. He's going to kill me. Why? It was, um, oh, we went with, remember. we we went with Carter. <laughs> okay. Carter, yeah. Carter made us go. Yeah. So Carter <laughs> made us go. It was um, Fallout Boy. Oh, no. At Stubbs. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. And then I was like, I was so, I was so embarrassed. I was so sad. Like, <laughs> it was fun, but it was just fun getting out and going to Stubbs for yeah, the first time. Yeah, just, yeah. And so I felt bad 
that that was his first show. <laughs> so the next night, Badly Drawn Boy was playing. Okay. At La Zona Rosa. Yeah. Or Austin Music Hall. I forget. I uh, think it was La Zona Rosa. Yeah. And so I bought him a ticket with my lifeguard money. Nice. And I was like, Josh, you and I are going to Badly Drawn Boy the next night. Yeah, this, is what a real, this is what a real, yeah. <laughs> now you can go to a really good show. Yeah, that was... Um, That's sweet. And then we just started going to shows like all the time. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. That's how we, that's how we connect. And yeah, I, I just love that. There's this one, there's this one dumb song that it's actually really good, but the singers aren't very good. I can't even remember what it is. (laughs) They still play it on the radio now and uh, Silver Sun Pickups. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just can't stand that guy's voice, but I will always listen to the song. It's very strange. Yeah. Yeah. And it's about, and the video has like a, a girl at a show and she sees a guy that she's, that she's with, Yeah. but she like tries to, or that she's, that she wants she's to see, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but she never makes eye contact. She never, she never acts like she's it's very coy. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I remember like just being in a show and be like, he's, he's two people away from me. Don't look, don't look, <laughs> oh, focus on the so show. Sweet. Yeah. Don't, don't look at him. Don't look at him. Yeah. I was. When you first met him, did you have that feeling? Absolutely. Yeah. You knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's sweet. You guys are a really inspirational couple, by the way. Thank you. It's very sweet. Thank you. Um, It took a while on my part. Well, on his part, kind of. Do you want the full story? Sure. Why why not? Let's do it. Let's Let's put it on uh, record. Yeah, right? (laughs) Um, We met in Jester Dormitory. And um, first of all, I... Again, I'm going to bring up Carter. (laughs) <laughs> my childhood, very good childhood friend of mine, Lauren, she said, I sat next to this guy in um, this one class, economics class, and uh, I, I went back to his dorm, and his roommate plays guitar. I know how you like musicians, so let's go over there and meet him. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so I we went over there into Jester Dormitory, and there's Carter playing his guitar, <laughs> and Josh is standing there. Uh-huh. I was like, it's over. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. (laughs) And he was wearing this ridiculous yellow, like yellow shirt that had the Jimi Hendrix, like Uh it was like purple and like all this stuff right here. (laughs) And someone did. College dudes. College dudes do. do. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he was, um, someone mentioned he's, he was born in England and I was like, I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) That was my weakness right there. And then we went to Lauren and Darren, who was the guy that she met. We decided we were hungry, so we went to Kirby Lane. Of course, yeah. Yeah, and I said, hey, guys, um, I was parked in the Brazos parking lot. I said, hey, guys, um, my car's a little messy, and it's a little small, so I'm going to have to move some stuff to the trunk. And Josh says, what kind of car do you have? I says, I have a 1996 Volkswagen Jetta. He's like, I do too. I have the same car. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's coming together. Yeah, check <laughs> like, <mark>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's not a very common car to yeah, have in no, 2004. That's, yeah, like, that's a sign for sure. Yeah. You got to follow through on that. Uh-huh. So that's like, yeah, like check number two, like uh-huh. same car, same car. So as we're sitting there and we're, we're in, we're in Kirby Lane. Lauren is going to murder me right now, but she and Darren were like making out at the booth, like across <laughs> from us. And we were waiting. It was like two in the morning. We were waiting for a bagel. Yeah. Kirby Lane does not have the fastest service. No. So we're sitting there for Especially like... Especially the campus one. I know. We're sitting there for like an hour and a half. Yeah. And uh, we're waiting for a bagel. It comes out cold. But in the meantime, Josh and I are just talking. Yeah. And we were both like nerds for like... We mentioned something like the Loof 
the um, the Luftwaffe, which is the German Air Force in in World War Two, okay. and we both had like coffee table books of that, and we we're like reading like huh. as kids. Like, yeah, that's we were like just like really into these like weird things, and yeah. I was like I was like oh I wonder if he feels it too. Like yeah. no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was August of two thousand four, okay. and then it just started building and building, and then in like November, I guess. Um, I, he said something to me. We got stuck somewhere in Austin. Our car was towed. We were with a bunch of my roommates and we had to go back to St. Edwards. Couldn't make it back to UT to drop him off. Yeah. And so, um, at that time I was like, this is totally platonic. I've kind of started to date other people. Yeah. Just, just seeing, yeah. and we weren't even, we were never dated at that point. And I was starting to see other people and, um, some of my some of my good friends have been guys, and we would sleep. Um, I think they call it like Lincoln style or Abraham Lincoln style. It was like you put your head you put your head to the front and like your feet that way. So it was like okay, yeah, it was like camp style, tell, yeah, camp because our floors were cement at and where we where oh, it wow. was. Yeah, we had no extra linens or anything, yeah. and so I was like, hey, you want to sleep with your head down there and your feet over here, and like I'll hear like no funny business. Like I'm yeah. serious. Like yeah, it's yeah. now it's four in the morning and we have class tomorrow morning. And, right. And he was like, listen, Carter told me you have a crush on me. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> World's I know. exploding and, in your yeah. mind. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you talking about? Damn it, Carter. <laughs> I've said damn it, Carter, so many times now. Uh, yeah. And he said, he said, no. I, uh, he said something along the lines of, but I'm, I'm actually kind of interested in your roommate, Allison, or your, she was like my oh. sweet mate. I know. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, oh. I'm dating another dude and he's like really cool. <laughs> he's in my political science class. Yeah. Uh, we still stayed friends Yeah. throughout all that. Yeah. I didn't talk to him for like a week. Yeah. Actually, I like probably blocked him on AIM or something. Something really childish, <laughs> yeah, right? Of course. Yeah, we would get into fights on AIM. Oh. I know. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like who does that? As, as platonic friends at the time. As platonic friends. As platonic <laughs> friends with so deep seated feelings for each other. I'm oh. totally convinced of it. And then we, um, we said goodbye at, at Christmas and I, I went over to J- Jester and I, you know, I hugged Carter and then I stuck out my hand to shake Josh's hand. Mm-hmm. And like he, at that point, I think he was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, um, he told me that he knew in February of, of 2005. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Cause we came back to a show. We went to go see, um, Interpol uh-huh. and, uh, Blonde Redhead. Ooh, good show. Yeah. Yeah. It was really you good. You definitely upgraded since, uh, right? the Fallout Boys. I know. I know. <laughs> we had, we just all that time between that, like it was October, I think was his first show Yeah. in February. We were going, we yeah. were doing it. It was great. It was, we saw a lot of things and anyway, it's a good influence on him. Yeah. He knew at that point. And then in April of 2005, uh, he, we met somewhere, I think it was Zilker park and there was like a little gazebo there. Mm-hmm. And, and then like he kissed me and I was like, what the hell no. again? <laughs> yeah. It was like out of nowhere. And then I think the first thing I said was, for how long? <laughs> like, how long have you, like, yeah, been strung me? About this I know. Moment. Yeah, strung you out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the day after is when he told me that he was going to marry me. Wow. Yeah. That's bold. Yeah. 
And, and I think because uh, we were sitting again, it's Kirby Lane. Gosh, we should go back to Kirby Lane. The day before all this happened, we were sitting at um, Kirby Lane sharing a thing of queso, chips and queso. And I said, I hope one day that our kids are friends. And he said, that killed me because I want, I don't want kids with anybody else. I don't want a family. Oh. Anybody's like that's <laughs> like, you're my family. Yeah. Wow. I know. That, that's pretty special. Yeah. Yeah. We're like I was 18 at the time. Wow. And he was 19. Oh my gosh. I know. It's intense. It is intense. <laughs> and I would never recommend it for anybody else. Yeah. I would never say, I would never, our story is not one that is, is, um, like I said, recommended. Yeah. But it's, but it's the only story that, yeah, that you'd live. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. But, and then music was just always, always a part of Yeah. That, it was like our yeah. life is a, our life is a braid and like music was like that one golden strand that went through all the way. So are you, um, terrified about your child's musical tastes? No. Yeah, okay. No. Excited about it? Yes. I, I cannot wait to be that mom that sits at the back of the, of, of the shows. Of the shows. Yeah. You got to pass it down. I know. Your parents were so nice to you. <laughs> I know. I can't wait to take him. Um, we wanted to take him to ACL. Mm-hmm. We've taken him to, to a lot of things. Like he went to go see Sweet Spirit. Oh, cool. It was so cute. <laughs> oh, I think I saw the video of him mm-hmm. dancing. Yeah. He loves adorable. Sweet Spirit. Yeah. Which is fun. Cause I went, I also went to high school with him. Orville. S- uh, or, um, Sabrina. Sabrina. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Spring Texas put out some good people. Yeah, they did. I'm not saying I'm good, but like they're good. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're, yeah. You're um, so yeah, he he's been to that. He's he um he likes the Octopus Project. Cool. Yeah. He's a dancer. Yeah. He loves he loves to dance. I love watching little kids dance. Mm-hmm. He's, like he's so a, awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I have a video of him dancing to Blondie at a wedding, <laughs> and he was really mad that no one else was joining him. <laughs> he climbed through a window to get into the venue so that he could dance to the Blondie song. Oh my God. My kid is intense. <laughs> Those Harrisons, man. I know, <laughs> you guys. He's been dancing since he was in the womb. Like, yeah, oh, that's awesome. He's a big dancer. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, like I, we wanted to take him to ACL. It's just a little much. Yeah, it's an all-day affair, and that can be that's exhausting on you. Yeah, the logistics are a bit kind of crazy. Like it, maybe if we lived in Zilker or something, drop them off. Right, or just like parking like in such a mess. And yeah. Does he have like the big headphones that? that he does. Yeah. Nice. yeah. But eventually he just, he's, he's he like, I'm fine. And yeah. Dances, yeah. And just jams. When he was a baby, we, we would have those. We had like multiple ones. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we try to think KUTX has a lot of things, mm-hmm. um, that are good for kids. Friendly, yeah. 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 So we try to bring them out there. That's cool. Yeah. Very cool. But I, yeah, I can't wait to be, even at the new emos, I'm not bitter about the new emos. I like that location mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I mean, I mean, it's a fine venue. It works. Yeah. yeah. Who did we see there? We did see something together there. What was that? Darkness or no? Dark side. Dark side. Dark yeah, side. Yeah. That was a good show. Yeah. That was cool. I see. Could you imagine at the old emos? No. I know. Yeah. 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 But I can't wait to be that parent that's that's standing. Or they, remember that they used, always used to have the bleachers at right. emos. Yeah, that's I, right. Yeah, and so they still have bleachers at the new one. I think. Yeah. yeah. That's I can't wait to be that. The person. thing that I don't know if I ever, I don't remember if I've said this on the podcast before or not, but I always wish that they had like excavated the bathrooms from the old emos oh, and like moved them into the new place, but put them behind like a glass wall. Okay. With, glass like, a wall. plaque. This okay. is like, this is where we started. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was like, you're a masochist. If you the, want to no, no, bathroom is the worst uh, bathroom of all time in Austin for sure. But you know, the kids need to know where we came from and what we went through. <laughs> so disgusting. I can't, oh, yeah, man. I can't believe that. 
There was something that we saw um, at Emo's. It was inside, and it was several. It was a really long time ago, obviously. Um, and it might have even been say anything before they were big enough to play outside at Emo's. Uh-huh. And the guy climbed up on the rafters and broke one of the pipes. And that was in like 2005. And it, when we would go back like in 2008, 2009, like I don't remember when the last show we saw there, 2010, yeah. the pipe was still, still broken. broken. <laughs> they obviously care. <laughs> oh, man. Does not surprise me at uh-uh. all. Uh-uh. Yeah. And nothing's moved in there. It's really weird. Yeah. They I tried doing a restaurant, I think. Yeah. I've seen a restaurant there before. Huh. Ugh. Oh no! Like no, I think I'm just thinking about the corner, corner location. Spot, yeah. yeah. What yeah. what else could you put there? I don't know. What's it happening is. with it? Because it's like open air. I mean, occasionally, people rent it for like private events, and I know that like during South by, they usually do a couple shows. No, oh, yeah. But, yeah. What do they call it? I think they just call it uh, the main, because you know it used to be like Emo's main room, mm-hmm. Emo's side room, mm-hmm. and then before that restaurant was there, I think they did temporarily have a space in Emo's, that corner. Yeah, Emo's and then there's three. the parking lot. Emo's the four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they were resourceful. I know. Packed a lot of shows into that tiny shitty space. Oh my gosh, <laughs> they have so much of my money there. Yeah. You remember how they would have like if you got your fake ID caught, they would like tape it to the wall when yeah. you walk out. It was like the wall of shame. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you always had to pregame before you went. Of course. Yeah. 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 Too fun. Never risked it. No. <laughs> well, this has been really enjoyable. Yeah. I really, I really enjoyed our talk, and I'm glad to hear the full story of, of you and Josh. I thought that was special. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a head trip. I'm, I'm hoping that one day that my Harrison will hear this yeah, and, and, and totally. treat this as my journal. Yeah, I think so. My I gift think- to him. I think that's a fun way to, to think of it. And, and and baby Amelia. Yeah. And then hopefully I'll still be doing this and then we can have them on and see what they're Yeah. Well, are. you know, he's a big talker. I'm sure he would be <laughs> he would do it now. He would tell you all about his favorite stuff. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Yeah. We could do a little like a ten minute short with <laughs> <gasps> Oh my gosh. Like a a kid like a, a kid's track. Well everyone always says who's gonna interview me, so maybe that he'll just have to interview like Harrison interview. Harrison, Harrison. versus Harrison. <laughs> Oh, man, too fun. Well, I think that that brings us to the end, but um, really appreciate you coming on yeah. and making the time for it. Thank Looking you for having me. Looking forward to sharing it with the world. Yeah, so. thank you. Until next time, this is Memory Tracks. Thanks. <laughs>